everyone, and welcome back to the Rockcast, a podcast made by Rockcast University students for Rockcast University students and anyone who's interested in life at Rockhurst. I hope you all have been staying warm slash cool the past few days because I know Missouri weather is a little all over the place. So hopefully you have both your fall clothes and your winter clothes in your closets. But anyways, today in episode four and season two, we're going to talk about the future. What is life going to be like beyond Rockhurst 30 years from now, 40 years from now? We're going to have a conversation about that. And then what would our college education look like? Entertainment, communication. We're going to dive into all those great things. Luckily, we've had the chance last week to hear the student senate last lecture. And the speaker was our amazing president, Father Curran, who is leaving Rockhurst after this year. We'll talk about what he said and the questions he raised and what will bring us right into our I Wish I Knew segment, where we will give our advice to freshman selves. In this case, we'll talk about something that Father Curran talked about. When did we truly start to love and appreciate someone in our life? For him, it was his family. But for us, it might be something different. But first, before we get into all of that, let's introduce our amazing Rockcast members for today. Tell us who you are, your year, where you're from, major, and tell us something weird or unique that you saw during Halloween. My name is Sydney Truesdale. I'm a senior this year, and I'm a nursing student minoring in Spanish. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. And the weirdest thing I saw during Halloween, oh, I do not know. Um, come back to me. I'll think about it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Katia Rubio. Um, I'm a biomedical engineering major, and I'm a sophomore this year. Um... I'm from Heber Springs, Arkansas, so a really small town away, away from Kansas City. Um, I think the most unique thing I saw was a girl dressed up as a loofah. It was a really, it was a really, really cute outfit, like a dress, but it was just, it was just funny that she dressed up as a loofah out of all things. That's funny. <laughs> um, yes. Hello, everyone. My name is Brianna Merrill. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri, and I major in physics of medicine. Um, something weird that I saw from Halloween. I remember I went to like this, I guess a restaurant um, down by the River Market. And I re- don't remember what it's called, but it's kind of like a nice little hole in the wall. And um, the man who was like working the bar, he was dressed up as a hot Cheeto bag. And <laughs> so funny, like I just kept looking the entire time. <laughs> so, oh so large and rectangular and I was like how can you do all these things in this big hot cheeto bag like, <laughs> it was pretty funny I'm not gonna lie <laughs> okay I I got mine I got mine so this wasn't something I saw in person but um huge tiktok fan and I saw it was so funny have you guys seen the show um I don't know what it's called but it's like the girl with like Munchausen's, Munchausen's by proxy or whatever, like her name's like Trixie or like something. Oh, no, I've man. never. Okay, I've never. Well, now I need to look it up. But they dressed as the characters from that show, and I thought that was really funny because I was like, that's the most random thing you could ever dress as. And it's <laughs> well, everyone, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, comment, and review us wherever you get your podcast. And if you would like to see this as a Zoomcast, you can find us at youtube.com slash Talk. And if you have any questions or topic ideas, 
or you're interested in being a co-host with us, send us a DM on Instagram at Rockcrest University or contact us through rockcrest.edu. Gypsy Rose. That's her name. That sounds, that actually sounds familiar too. Gypsy Rose and the show was like, no, Gypsy, yeah, Gypsy Rose. And it was like on Netflix or Hulu or something. Oh my God. Y'all just have to look it up. It's really funny that they did that as a costume. Hilarious. As I alluded to earlier, we're going to talk about Senate's last lecture. Um, as you, some of you all may know, um, Father Tom Curran, he gave the students in his last lecture this month. Um, and he previously announced that he'll be leaving the university at the end of the year. So this was kind of a great way just to hear his legacy um, and his different experiences and even some advice to give to students. So what is something about the message that you liked? Um, I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways um, he said was, so we had the experience, but missed the, um, like the meaning of it. And that's something that I feel like I can resonate with a lot because I'm constantly going here doing this and stuff like that, but I'm not truly there involved because I'm like overworking myself and not like, you know, enjoying the things that I'm getting to do. And then another part that he really said was that 80% of life is showing up. So like, again, with it, it's just really being there in like those moments and like taking it all in that's what like he really got to me and like what I needed to hear that night I should have taken a picture of the um all the notes he had up on the board but I feel like kind of Father Kern's classic thing that he likes to say is um the thing about the oxygen mask and you got to put it on yourself first before you put it on other people and I feel like that's a message that never really gets old And I feel like you can never really hear enough that you have to take care of yourself and you can't pour from an empty cup. And um, I really resonated with that. And he's just so cool. And I liked getting to hear, um, because I I mean, we've all heard him speak like a million times, but I liked getting to hear like more about his personal journey. That was fun. Absolutely. Um, I actually, just to kind of piggyback off of you, because I really like that um and I remember him saying like when you're doing all these things for other people you're not taking care of yourself like you start to kind of build like this resentment like I'm all helping this person or like I'm always all into someone else but they're not putting their all into me so that truly resonated with me um but at the same time you have to also recognize that you have to slow down like no one else is going to make you slow down um so you kind of have to take that initial step and be intentional about it um, and then, of course, like, I really liked learning about his family um, and yeah. siblings and, like... It's a tragic story. Yes. And I... Yeah. I, um, I don't know why I just think that, like, Father Curran is... Rockus is all he has as far as, like, we're all his family. <laughs> <laughs> he has a family, like, to be quite honest. I just think yeah. that, like, we all have him to ourselves for some reason. So it was so interesting, like, hearing that. Yeah, I had no idea he had a brother until he started talking about it. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's just so weird to think about him being like a regular person. That's like the same thing about seeing like a like a priest or like somebody who's like religious, like not wearing their like outfit and they're just like out on the town. It's like the weirdest thing in the world to be like, oh my God, they're a real person. So funny. I know I talked to him before last lecture, the week before, because he came to Senate. And I was asking, like, you know, like, how do you prepare for, like, last lecture? Do you kind of know what you're talking about? 
yeah. And he was saying like, well, I'm not going to say everything that I'm going to talk about. You know, I'm going to keep that as a surprise. But he said, yes, I started um, preparing for it. Um, and he just said, I'm just going to have some points. And from there, and that's exactly <laughs> what he did, which was pretty good, um, I will say. And then the I mean, music- like he's a priest. Sorry. So, you know, when he's saying like his um, like his gospel, like his homily, I mm-hmm. mean, he just already has that natural practice. That's yeah. Like, yeah. He's a really good speaker. I feel like you could give him a prompt and like 10 minutes later, he could give like a whole spiel. <laughs> yes. yes. I say that um, his story was definitely relatable to many. Um, I know he kind of talked about his background and his family um, and how he had um, some siblings who have passed away tragically, um, one being from a drunk driver. So I really like how vulnerable he was and open mm-hmm. his story. Um, and I'll, I'll never forget, I think a student asked um, his most memorable moments or something along those lines. And he said, sometimes the most memorable moments also bring you the most pain. Um, and he kind of talked about how he was with this student um, a long, long time ago. And um, the student was in the hospital and he pretty much passed away. Um, and so students and himself was able to see him before he passed. But that just goes to show um, Father Kern's vulnerability and willingness to share um, his most sacred moments with us. So mm-hmm. definitely appreciative amongst the crowd. Yeah, that was that was sad. I was, well, it's sad for me because I was like also like, I'm a senior this year and I'm grateful that we get to leave at the same time as Father Curran because he's so awesome. And not that the next person won't be awesome too, but he's just so iconic. And so I'm glad that <laughs> we get to leave with him. But it was really making me feel like, I was like, oh my God, Father Kern's leaving, like I'm leaving. And then he was telling that story about that student. I don't know if they had just graduated or how old they were, but they were a student of Rockhurst. And yeah, and they like passed away and he was there with the family. And I was just like, so taken aback by that story it was really touching and um it kind of made me think like you know if that had happened to anyone that I knew you know how like devastating that would be and how you know if anyone was going to be there to help comfort me like I feel like Father Curran would be really really good at his job and you know I feel like that would be someone I would want to be there so that was a really impactful story. And that was definitely the thing that stood out to me the most, but very sad. As we know, Father Curran has truly left his mark on this campus. And I definitely know that his legacy is something that will shine through this campus from years to come. So we definitely wish him the best on his future endeavors because we know that he'll impact whatever he touches. We definitely want to wish the best for our new president, Whenever they come onto campus, we really hope that students are able to welcome them graciously just as much as we've welcomed Father Curran. And next, it's time to talk about the future beyond Rockhurst. We've all heard the interview question, where do you want to be in five years? And you can answer that if you want. But I have a question for you all. In life, what do you feel like it will be like 20 years from now or even 40 years from now? We can consider education, communication, entertainment, sports, etc. But Atia and Sydney, how do you all believe life will be like? 
Five years, I really don't think there will be much of a difference. Um, at least on Rockers, I think uh, Sedwick will be done. It'll look pretty nice. Um, <laughs> but I don't think there will be too much uh, change, really. I think the real change will be, like, in 20 years. I feel like, I don't know, there's just going to be so much more innovative ideas that we can't even, like, begin to think of right now that so many people are already, like, you know, thinking on their own for the future that like we just have to wait and see like what life will be like then um I don't know about like sports that much but I feel like it would probably be like even cooler like restaurants or like just like spots like to hang out with like just new ideas that people are always like creating and building because like it never really stops yeah five years I don't know I don't think much will change but I don't know where I will be in five years. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I mean, five years ago, I was in, I was in high school and like, that's like a big change from here to now, like me about to be entering my professional life. So in my personal life, I'm sure lots will change by then. And what that will look like, I don't know, maybe I'll be working at a hospital somewhere, but it's for the world in like 20 to 40 years. I don't know. I mean, we already have self-driving cars. So, I mean, I don't even know how you can, I don't even know how to imagine beyond self-driving cars. Like, flying cars or something in 40 years who knows I don't know and I feel like in 40 years we're gonna have like a lot more diversity across our country maybe there'll be a woman president in there somewhere or um I don't know what do you think Brie no definitely (laughs) I feel like as a kid I've given up on my dream of flying cars (laughs) in the past when I was younger I used to truly believe that in my life I would see flying. Um, exactly, you never know. But um, I would say that I think it will change um, in like a shorter amount of time period. And the reason why I say that is because, like, I think about like five years ago. Um, was I wait? No, no, no. I was in high school. I forget that I'm a junior sometimes. Um, but like five years ago, I'm in high school, and I think that like my perception of reality kind of changes mm-hmm. as I look at life. And so now since I'm taking it more seriously, I think I'm going to probably look at more into like economics and like yeah. how the market is doing and everything like that. Um, when I'm 30, maybe I'll have a few kids, who knows? Yeah. And one is always great. <laughs> Do you um, think stay here? <laughs> um, but definitely think life would be really cool I think it would be really nice to see more um I think they're going to have more like modern buildings and more like modern spaces um because I even remember now like you're seeing like more and more restaurants that kind of got that like I vibey isn't really like the best word to describe it but like it looks like it was made for people like in their early 20s and like okay yeah so yeah I think it'd be more like modern architecture and things of that like nature. more community space type of thing I think so like, too like spaces to hang out and stuff oh yes I think so more aesthetically pleasing yes yeah. that would yeah. be <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, uh, this is a side note so for your futures or like whether it's like a home car whatever the case may be your wedding do you all have Pinterest boards for your future? <laughs> yeah, I like, do. Okay. Yeah. I don't I anymore, do. but I have like 
I have a, you know how you can save stuff on, because I don't really use Pinterest anymore, but back in the day, you best believe I had boards on like fall inspiration clothes and like all kinds of cringy stuff. But now I just use, I don't really use that. So I have Instagram and you can like save stuff to like certain folders or whatever. So I definitely, I have some like, I have like a Christmas gift inspiration folder and like all kinds of (laughs) my favorite quotes. That's so nice. Yes. Um, do you hope to see anything specifically in the future, like other than like what you think it'll be like, what is something that you hope to see in the future, whether that's 20 years or 40 years from now? Um, I think like the quality of living um, for everybody that I feel like that's just like, I feel like it's getting ruined because, you know, like people aren't getting paid enough, like everything is getting so expensive. Some people don't have access to like food and water and shelter, just like, it's a big dream, but it'd be nice to see like everyone living a good quality life, hopefully in like 40 years. It'll take a lot, but it'd be nice to see that. It's crazy, in 40 years, I'll be 60. Oh my God. That was crazy to think about. So, Maybe the selfish part of me is saying, like, hopefully a good type of retirement plan or something like that. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully healthcare is playing in my favor, maybe, when I'm, like, yeah. um, I would like to really hope that, like, you see more and more young people doing great things. Because um, I think, like, as far as, like, media and coverage, like, you only hear about oh, millennials are doing this, like, millennials are doing that. But at the same time, like, I think it's so important just to highlight um, young people's innovative nature and how, like, they are the leaders of tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds like kind of like a cliche, but I think we're going to see a lot more young leaders as far as, like, whether it's people owning businesses, um, companies. Um, I, I think young people are going to take over. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> Our generation has a lot of opinions and uh, a lot of fire for what they believe in and I think that's amazing and you can do a lot with that and I totally agree I think in even probably five years I think we're going to see that dynamic start to change in our like country and I don't know and I this from like in healthcare I really hope that I mean I hope there's more um, opportunities for growth and um, like across the board equality in, you know, who's represented in healthcare and who the, you know, people providers are. Um, because a lot of the people I see now look the same. And I think diversity in healthcare is something that we need to work on. And um, yeah, that's a change I hope to see in the future. But yeah, I think our generation is amazing. And we're not just TikTok people, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> more to us we promise <laughs> that's what that's only like 50 percent of me <laughs> honestly I do believe that like if like for instance like our parents and grandparents like just people in general that are older I really think that if they grew up in the same generation that we did they would be just like us like yeah. they would be just like us like our our former host on the show Tachnar, he would be just like us. <laughs> TikTok, liking videos and making TikTok legend. <laughs> <laughs> One yes. thing I want is like I don't like 
what I'm trying to think is like, I wonder what the trends will be like in like even five years, 20 years or 40 years, because like, I mean, right now it's back to like, it was a nineties and now it's like Y2K fashion and stuff like that. So is it like, is it going to repeat again? Is there going to be something different? Like, that's just what I'm hoping to see. Cause like literally they're always changing and it's like really cool to see like how clothes really define like each generation and each like year and stuff like that. Yeah. Let me just say that middle school fashion can stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk the about the silly bands and the like. Yes, the tight, the Victoria or like ju- the Justice T-shirts that I pulled down to like my knees and the under. <laughs> yeah, being dressed like a highlighter. Yeah. Ooh, the clip on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so crazy. I would look at old pictures. I'm like, Mom, I don't think you liked me that much. <laughs> Let me dress myself like that. Like, glasses. So oh my god. The glasses that my family let me wear my entire childhood. I was like, what is wrong with you guys? Were you, was I being bullied and I didn't know? <laughs> so funny. But it's funny though, because those things evolve and change. And like at the time, I'm sure it was, you know, a cute outfit, but like looking back on it now, it's just funny. <laughs> yes. I think like for people who are older, I think it's Yes, we see like some new things, but I think it just keeps revolving. Because I know my grandparents have to say, oh, we used to do that. And I was like, yeah. But it's so funny because like my great grandma is still living. And whenever I wear ripped jeans, she's like, where are your patches? I'm like, <laughs> granny, no one's wearing patches. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's so funny to hear like just the generational differences and like how they comment on the things that I wear. It's so hilarious. So as we wrap up our podcast on today, we're going to do our I Wish I Knew segment. At the end of Father Kern's last lecture, he talked about love, which was one of his topics. The question from a student was, when did you truly learn to love? And he said that it was when he really started to appreciate his family and stop resisting. So building off that, is there a family member or a friend or someone in your life that you have just started to appreciate and you wish you would have done it sooner? Um, for me, I want to say it's probably my mom. Um, I don't know if you guys can relate, but definitely like teenage years, not like, well, I want to do this and you won't let me do that and stuff like that. And now like at college, she's like, she's like, you know, like, do you need money? Like, do you need this? Like, let's go shopping and stuff like that. And like, I'm calling her like twice a week. No, not twice a week, twice a day. Um, and just catching up with her. Cause I'm like, you know, like she's someone that really loves me and like, obviously I knew that but I didn't really like it didn't really hit me until coming to college that like I'm such a like a like a mama's girl and like I really miss her and stuff so that's someone who I like really appreciate and will always appreciate like for the rest of my life now yeah I was also gonna say my mom um I pretty much the same thing I think I think it's just the older you get the more you appreciate how much they've done for you in your life and I think that's true across the board for most people is like the older you get, the more you recognize like the sacrifices they made for you and everything they've done for you. And, um, you know, I, we also had some teenage years in there with, you know, some fights or we didn't talk as much and whatever. And then coming to college and not having my parents like constantly there, it was kind of like, oh, you know. I miss them and I appreciate all the things that they've done for me. And now I'm like a 21 year old senior and I'm like, I miss my mom. I need to call her. And like, you know, I think I just appreciate her so much more now because 
Um, I can, you know, I, I just miss her. I just miss being home a lot more than I used to. And I definitely wish I would have done that sooner, but, um, you know, it's not like I don't have the rest of my life to hang out with my mom. So, I mean, I'm just grateful that I can recognize how much I love her and how important she is to me now versus, you know, 20 years from now or something like that. Maybe we can make this like a pre, pre, pre Mother's Day segment because I was thinking <laughs> about my mom as well. I can't oh my gosh. Anyone else to be quite honest, like um, that could come before her. But yes, I think like as a child, we don't realize that like our parents are humans too. Mm-hmm. With feelings, with experiences, with traumas, whatever the case may be, like we're just all in our own little worlds as a kid doing whatever we want. Um, and so like growing up, like I'm looking back now and like, I don't get in trouble. I never got it like arrest or anything like, and I think that's all because of like how I was raised by my mom and I lived in a single parent household and like, it wasn't always easy, but like, I never saw the hardships like in front of me. Mm-hmm. It so well. And so like, yes, like I would say my teenage years, I just had a smart mouth and I knew that. <laughs> I always had something to say like it was always a rebuttal and I know her nerves but yes but like looking back now like I truly appreciate all those like lifelong lessons like in when I was young she used to say that like I'm not your friend but now it's like come on you gotta admit like we're kind of friends right now (laughs) it's like it's a completely different vibe with your parents like you have completely different conversations I'm like yeah yeah, literally my dad was just in town for dad's weekend and uh, we were like talking and I guess I'm like finally old enough for him to feel like he can just talk to me like you know like normal like no filter and like the stuff I learned about his life I'm like oh my god I was like literally you're just a normal dude and like I was like you were totally like a normal like college student back in the day like I feel like my parents I used to think of them as like you know like untouchable and whatever and like you were saying Brie, like I'm like okay they're totally normal I'm like oh my god like some of the things you told me I was like I don't even need to know like that's so funny and like like you said Katia like I call my mom pretty much every day like we talk every day um like and especially like in high school seeing I'm like oh, we're not gonna talk every day mom I'm doing my own little thing yeah. I'm not gonna lie sometimes it's a minor inconvenience mom tell me why da, 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 da. um and maybe I'm setting myself out, maybe, but I'm sure someone in life on this campus can like relate. But I will never forget yeah. my time going to the dentist in college. So like, like you know, like after I left home, and like there was like questions. I'm like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm at the dentist office, and there's all these questions. I don't know how to answer. Um, so yes, slightly embarrassing, but it. Just, <laughs> show how much we just overlooked in life because she did it for me so yeah yeah adulting is hard (laughs) yeah like this weekend my car battery died and I was like I was like mom like what do I do and she's like well go buy it I'll deposit like money for you tomorrow and like you know have someone jumpstart your car and stuff like that I'm like oh okay yeah you're right I'll just do that and like just calm me down easily it's just like the reassurance that parents give yeah (laughs) yes well thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in to this week's podcast and like we said earlier please contact us through instagram if you have anything or even a podcast idea that you would like to hear um, for next week
You can find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. To watch the discussion, go to Rockhurst's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rockhurst. So for Sydney, Katia, and I, Brianna, till next time. <laughs>